Hello, everybody. It is Monday, May 5th. 2014. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to the only internet debate podcast on the internet. Best of the best. Sitting across from me. That's right, everybody. Mark Gonzalez. Mark, how the hell are you? Andrew, I'm doing really good. How That's are you? That's fantastic to hear, Mark. I am so excited. I'm trying to get the energy level up, all right? I feel like our last couple recordings have been really low, so I need you to come the fuck on, all right? Okay. Come on. I'm not going to cut you off mid-sentence, Come on. I still find that really rude. It's not rude. I would appreciate it if you didn't do it to me. It's not rude. How are you? Good. Thank you. I was driving over here, and um, I was stuck behind a car for most of Robertson, and uh, they had a bumper sticker. For Ron Paul, twenty twelve. As as as, what car doesn't in Los in Angeles? LA. Right? Yeah, you're I gonna mean, see some Ron Pauls. Get the fucking gold standard back in action, Mark. How do? What's your money worth? It's what's nothing. Your, it's just what's paper. Your, it's all paper. Promises. It's all ideas. Promises. Man. Open your eyes. Sheeple. Ron Paul revolution, and then it's the word love in it. Yeah. Two thousand twelve. But I was wondering, like. Should it be expected for that person to take it off when Ron Paul doesn't get even the primary? Or do you think it's just too much hassle to get a bumper sticker off of a car? I've never tried. Bumper I stickers, bet it sucks. Bumper stickers are tacky as shit. Like, yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I like I get the idea, but like... Ugh, I, I understand wanting to show your support, especially during an like, election year. Yeah. It, But your your horse is out of the race in what? November of the year before, he's also not in the Senate, and like he he's not in that. He 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 retired from. But it was specifically for 2012. Yeah, this was a campaign sticker, and I just wanted to say, get that thing off of your fucking car. Uh, so my Kucinich sticker. What do you have to say about that? That's a throwback. Oh, so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. like it's like wearing a throwback jersey. Oh, <laughs> it's just, cool. It's all right. always cool. All right, all right. I got my uh, General Wesley Clark uh, <laughs> magnet yeah. uh, right here in front of me as well. Well, that. Um, but I, d- just imagine this person going to their parking garage, like getting out of their job, and seeing that sticker and just being mad, like we almost did it, we man. We almost had it, man. We, we almost did it had this that time. revolution, but instead the Democrats decided to vote in mass. Am I right? Yeah. Every time they get in the car, <laughs> furious. <laughs> His wife's like, "Oh, he's, he's doing the wrong." Jesus, he was never going to it win. Wasn't going to happen. He was honey. not even going to get nominated. Where did you even get that? Did you order that online? It was on my car just one day when I oh. walked out, and I just started researching, and I was part of the revolution at that point. Or imagine it's the other. Imagine it's something else. Imagine this guy bought the car used. And it was, <laughs> and it was on. The, would that stop you from buying a car if the deal was, yes. if the price was right? And they're like, "There's a bumper sticker, but you know, you could get that off, like a hair then, dryer then or you something." Like start pulling on, you see it's going to start tearing immediately. Like, You're just like, "Ah, no, this Tercel, no, di- no dice." Uh, I, I, I've seen, I've, I've seen a lot more Tercels. Jay was showing me a Tercel yeah. the other day at Galpin Ford that I think would, I would look great in. He said it himself. Mm-hmm. Gave me a picture of his family. Said. They'd love it if you bought the car too. Well, I don't want to let down your your cat. That's weird. Why'd you take him to Tahiti? That's odd. Yeah. Oh well. Um, I uh, on Friday I went to a party, and it's been uh, uh, in Friday Los- May second. Friday May second. Friday May second, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Andrew went to a party, mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's been in case uh, you're tuning in just now. It's, missed part it's, of it's, missed yes. the start of Andrew's sentence. Um, it's um, it's been warm here in Los Angeles. Uh, warm, hot as fuck. Do you been, have central air at your place? I don't. I don't either. It's awful. It's not like um, I'm usually pretty good with just a fan and opening a window. Culver. I mean, in Los Angeles, the way it works is the closer you are to the beach, um, the, the the usually you can you can get away with not having to do air conditioning. Yeah. Like when I lived in Venice, that wasn't bad, and there was a big tree to shade everything. Anyway, uh, I'm in Culver City now, which is a little bit further away, um, and it's still not terribly bad. But once you start getting into Hollywood, and then up over the hill, like it's just fucking miserable. Oh yeah. You can't you can't get away with that up in the valley. Um, no, and even in the, you 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 don't have an air conditioner, do you? You just have I have that. a wall unit. Oh, you and do. A fan. Yeah. Anyway, I was. Uh, it's it's been uh, warmer here in Los Angeles. The Santa Anas have been blowing in, and it's just like hot wind all day. And I was walking up to this party I was going to, and this guy that's, walked. That's my favorite all male review hot in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> Live at the Paris Casino, it's hot wind. Oh my god, it is warm in here. It is warm in this theater. I don't know if it's them or if it's actually the hot wind. No, it is the theater. It's, it is, it's scorching in here. I am sweating. You guys are stri- stripping. Yeah, you are The sweating. audience is stripping. Like, this it's is just, unbelievable. It's just a big sweaty mass of like, fat tourists in Las Vegas. My ass cheeks are sticking together. It's like fucking silly buddy in my boom, legs. Boom. This is terrible. It's just the worst. Anyway, <laughs> walking up to this party, this guy walks past me and he goes, man... It is hot as hell out here. It's like 80 degrees. And uh, I thought he was like, it was one of those things where he just, it's just this guy like walking down the street. I like look behind me and like, oh, he's talking to me. Yeah. And I didn't have anything to say to him. So I said, it's like 85 degrees. It's that hot. Yeah. And I didn't even know what that meant. Uh-huh. But I like to think that guy like walked past me and, ki- and he was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It it is like eighty five degrees. Like that five degree difference really, really stuck with him. Mm-hmm. So then when he t- was talking about how hot it was the next time, he would be very specific in saying, "It it was like eighty five degrees 85, at night. Probably. It was that fucking hot." Now I imagine he. I this was a Friday. Yeah. I imagine this guy had just had it had it up to his up to his eyeballs, which is people arguing with him, people running him down. It's the end of the work week. He's mm-hmm. like, it's just hot out here. And he all he needed was somebody to say, you're right, man. You're right, man. And you gave that to him. I gave him the hot. <laughs> he should have given like, me the hot enough for you. That's what right, he should have given me. You're right. It's hot. It's and hot. He went, had probably a burrito, you know, ate it by himself. And was like, finally, somebody in this fucking, fucking town fucking gets it. can relate to someone. It's just so fake. You know, you talk about the weather. They just want to talk about headshots. Here's this yeah. guy. Joe Blow, Joe Lunchpail, walking down the street. Yeah. I talked to him about the weather. He agrees with me. He sees he sees the writing on the wall, man. I mean, it's it's it, you know, I, Los Angeles is a pretty small town. Yeah. So if you can if you can't go to any place and just talk about the weather with a random stranger, then you know what can you do? What is the point? It's part of the human experience. I bet he voted for Ron Paul too. He's just like, like me. Hey man, where's your car? He's like looking for my bumper sticker. I'm like, oh god, he's gonna see my Kucinich. Hell no! Hell no! That that Clark one was a gag gift. I didn't really vote for Wesley Clark. 
Mark, though, it is May 5th, however. Not to be confused with May 4th. That is Star Wars Day. That was Sunday. May the 4th be with you. Uh, or May 3rd, which is Free Comic Book Day. Saturday, May 3rd. Saturday, May 3rd, 2014. 2014. It's Free Comic Book Day here. In the past. In the world. Not on Best of the Best. No comic Where books for you. May 5th. May 5th. Which is Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Which is the theme of our episode today, Mark. Cinco, Cinco de, de Mayo. Mayo. Here on episode 111 of Best of the Best. Best of the Best, Mark, is your only internet debate podcast on the internet. And here is what I have to offer you. I know you're excited. So listen carefully. Are there prizes? There are prizes. But let first a couple rules. You and I are going to debate up to three best ofs regarding Cinco de Mayo. Yes. And the winner of today's episode and the first to 500 series will receive a $25 Wendy's gift card. Wow. Good at any time. No expiration date. Just like Wendy's. Wendy's is good anytime. You want to eat at two in the morning? Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Do it, man. Want to eat it at at seven in the morning? Sure. It's great then, too. Noon, two, four, seven, 13 o'clock, whenever. You tell me. The witching hour. But the winner of today's episode and the first to 500 series will also receive a secondary prize. So you have to win this episode and and the first to 500 series to claim this prize, Mark. And you know what the prize is? What? Do you know what the prize is? I do know what the prize is. What is the prize? Andrew, the winner of today's episode will receive yes. a clock mm. with birds on it. Okay. But here's the thing. Mm. It's because it's kind of a prize within a prize. If you... It, 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 it sounds off the time yeah. by playing bird chirps. Yeah. So one o'clock, cardinal like, chirps. Like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. Here's the thing. It's been reprogrammed so that one of the bird calls is not accurate to the bird that is illu- that is illustrated. Oh, okay. Okay. And if you can identify that bird, send the clock in and we'll get you one that works. Wow. Yeah. What a prize. What a prize. What a prize. Um, so they would just send you a new clock. Yeah, but with the accurate bird chirp on, right? Let's say five o'clock. Five o'clock, you go. That's not a bluebird. That's a sparrow. And then you send it in. Yeah, and we go. You're right. You won. Now the bluebird sounds like a bluebird. Now, if I'm wrong and I send it in, will they send it back and say you're wrong? Yeah. Or will but you don't get to try again. Oh, you only get the one shot. You get the one shot. Yeah. Oh my god, that is that's tough. But fun, right? I guess. Like I, I think I would. Uh, it, it would be odd because I um I'd have to research bird calls. Yes, and I I'm tempted to think that like the, it, I would research it for years, and then one day like a friend of mine would be over, and he'd like be he would just say, "Hey, uh, you know, like three o'clock's there, wrong." Is there a, I'm pretty is there sure a swallow around here because um, the clock says cardinal, but the, uh, I'm hearing a swallow. Then it's just why not? Just sweat just yeah. dripping off my face. Um. Well, that's fantastic. That is a fun, it's, fun prize. It's just, I, I, I guess, I guess. Mark, though, we have to start with our customary coin flip to decide who goes first in this uh, episode of Best of the Best. We today are dealing with 
a 2014 quarter celebrating the Great Smoky Mountains. Uh, there's a cabin on it. Sure. It looks like an eagle. Okay. Uh, and there's there's a mountain. Yeah. And some wood. Sure. And some trees. Uh-huh. And a smokestack. Yes. And some grass. Uh-huh. I think there's a sky. Isn't it incredible how much they can cram onto a quarter? It, it, it is, actually. And then uh, it says here... There's also words? Well, it says Great Smoky Mountain across the top. Jesus. Uh, it says E Pluribus Unum 2014 and then Tennessee to remind us where the fuck this is happening. There, there is such a thing as too much. Minted in the great city of Denver as well. Mark, go ahead and call in the air. Here we go. Heads. It is heads. Mark, uh, our first category here on Best of the Best, we're talking about Cinco de Mayo. Which means we are talking about the best offensive holiday. Best offensive holiday. Mark, kick or receive. Andrew, I will kick. He's going to kick. Mark, the best offensive holiday is a little place. Place? Oh, God. Uh, is a little. Mark, the best offensive holiday. <laughs> you got penal- penalized for saying place. I, uh, what happened was is I, it's a false start. Yeah. You get one. We're try it. We're going to reset. And you, then you have to go again. Mark, the best offensive holiday is this. It's a little day known as St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Here's why, Mark. Because now we talk about like Cinco de Mayo. Okay. So Cinco de Mayo is mainly known for going to the bar Going to a Mexican bar. Well, going to a Mexican bar, getting lit on like Dos Equis and uh, cheap uh, Mexican beer and margaritas yeah. and tequila. Yes, yes, and then being like Mexican Independence Woo! Day, right? Sombreros, right? Yeah, offensive in its own right. Pretty offensive, but St. Patrick's Day, I think, takes it a step further in my mind. Yeah, knowing how tethered. The Irish are to alcoholism, and uh, all as of, a yeah, all of all of the pitfalls that involve alcoholism. And it, so, when I say best offensive holiday, I'm talking about the, the 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 best in terms of this is probably the most offensive. Yeah, they succeeded in being incredibly offensive to boil down the Irish culture to shamrocks, the color green. Yes. And getting really shitty drunk. Yeah. And, like, we don't have a problem with this. That, like, when you go to and you look at a calendar in March, it, you know, you open up your kitty calendar, right? January. Cat it's yoga. Like, uh, what's that? Cat yoga. Cat yoga, yeah. What's so the calendar we have? January. January, you got him doing a pose, and he's, like, got a baby New Year sash. Yeah. Like, That's fine. Go to the next one. February. Pink with hearts, and he's, he's doing, got, he's doing he's a child's pose. He's got a bow and arrow type thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you open up to March, and then like you got the green background, you know, a hat. He's, he's, like he's, a he's, derby he's hat. got the little derby uh, leprechaun hat yeah. on, uh, and um, it's like Aaron Gobra, uh, and he's and he's like doing some kind of yoga. Mm-hmm. He's doing like a like a like a you know lion's pose or something, downward facing dog, sure, whatever the hell it is. Anyway, we're okay with this, despite the fact that it's like I don't. No, it does it, it it just feels like I, I'm not Irish personally, no. but it seems like to just boil it down to those three things is a bit offensive, right? Especially with the especially the drinking. That's the part that really Absolutely. kind of throws me for a loop yeah. is we're 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 very okay with the fact that like 
St. Patrick's Day is just known for everyone get fucked up day. Yeah. And celebrate the Irish. Kiss me, I'm Irish. Because they know, or we know that they also get really fucked the up. The much more subtle variation, kiss me, I'm drunk. Yeah. Which it, just flat out says, this is what's going on here today. So we got green beer, uh, and then, you know. Jameson. The Irish get drunk all the time. Yeah. And they like. Tuesday, as they call it. Am I right? This fucking guy knows. And uh, so then you, you go out and you. Because personally, like, I'm okay with. See, I'm okay with. St. Patrick's Day, as long as the Shamrock Shake is still, and that's what it's always out been about. about. But uh, when you start actually thinking about uh, the holiday as a whole, you're just like, wait, I, I don't. Because if you started doing that with like other nationalities, I feel like it it, it breaks down, right? It's it because if, Basic- we if we were like, hey, let's let's do like, um, I mean, there are thi- St. Peter's Day, and like you're just like Russian, you do a bunch of Russian stuff, yeah infect communism across the world mm-hmm. whatever what yeah. how how you do i don't know <laughs> martyr people yes <laughs> it's it, uh it's it just seems a little suspect to yeah me. it seems weird uh andrew i will come back with our namesake i will say you say cinco, cinco de, de mayo, mayo is, is the best offensive. Okay. offensive holiday because the thing about it is uh at least St. Patrick's Day has, you know, there's leprechauns, there's the luck of the Irish, there's, if you don't, you know, if you're a little kid and you don't wear green, you get pinched. Leprechauns, right? Still, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, I guess it is. So I, like, I don't know. In this day of sexual harassment, you probably can't do yeah. that anymore. So at least there's like other stuff associated with I'd it. I usually pinch people's butts. So I think that, I think I'm actually to blame on that one. Yeah. Whoops. If you're not wearing green, you get pinched. If you are wearing green, you, you get pinched twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my teacher would always say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's what I'd say. Oh, I don't know if I should. Should I wear green? <laughs> I don't like getting pinched. I'm going to do a sock. And that way, if he maybe he'll forget. Maybe but if he comes towards me, I'll be able to lift it up. Yeah, but no, I don't no, want to lift it up. I don't want to show him. Oh, man. He told me not to tell my parents. This is a real kid. Really he said weird. it was our little secret, said, and I feel like I like being an adult. Also, and having a secret it with is an adult. May, which is odd for the this whole green odd. thing. Where's the rest of the classroom? <laughs> uh, but Cinco de Mayo has nothing but let's just get tra- let's get trashed. Sure, trashed on shitty shitty alcohol, and so at least the Irish are given something else i mean it's all hideous stereotypes mm-hmm. to where they're i you know irish you you like green remember? right is that a thing it's, you remember because there's you're, leprechauns where you live right yeah see and also at least they have parades mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a cinco de mayo parade like cinco de mayo it's like just go to the bar and just leave us alone yeah and it's not even it's not a holiday anywhere else it's not even a holiday here, really. It's just it's just an annoying, offensive excuse to drink mm-hmm. that kind of saddles the the, the Mexican American people with that. Yeah, and for that reason, I is it better? I don't know. You tell me. Is it better at being bad? 
I would say no. Yeah. Final argument. Maybe you're right. Here's the here's the difference is is like with Cinco de Mayo, it's like okay, we're celebrating the Mexican and it's that's that's what it is. It's Mexican As, Independence Day. Ostensibly, there was a battle, but I, I don't know much. I think about. it's completely made up. And then so so that's fine. So it's like okay, Mexican Independence Day. We're going to celebrate by going to Mexican uh, bars and eating Mexican food and drinking Mexican beer. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Whatever. St. Patrick's Day is not only we're going to drink like this, but also we're okay with like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm Irish. Kiss me. I'm Irish. I'm a leprechaun. Yeah. You're generally not going to see a guy the, the, in the, a sombrero the with like. Bandito is not going to show up that's on true. Cinco de Mayo. It would be very uncouth if you were to, because it, it would be okay if I showed up in a red wig on St. Patrick's Day at work and like a green vest yeah. and started speaking like an Irish brogue. Uh huh. But if I showed up, it would be more than okay. If I, sh- I sh- that was <laughs> that's what I'm going to do for Cinco de Mayo. If I showed up on Cinco de Mayo with a um, a sombrero, a poncho, a poncho and like a bandolier, yeah, and like a mustache and a guitar, and I started doing very lazy American. Oh, see, like, you yeah, would exactly. be doing a. I would be doing Slowpoke Rodriguez. Yes. Speedy, why don't you call my sister? <laughs> like, and it, it just I just can't. So imagine. offensive. It's the worst. It doesn't work. And yeah. I'm like, but it's Cinco de Mayo, Come guys. On. Everybody's Mexican on Cinco de Mayo. I wonder it doesn't if it, work that way. I wonder if it's different. Play, like, I wonder if it's different up north because I've lived in Southern California all my life, and I think I've usually made it back for Cinco de Mayo when I was living in New York. Mm-hmm. But like, I wonder if it if people are doing like Mexican caricatures I across the country. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine that that's okay. Uh, I that would be. I hope hopefully be rough, hopefully be it is not okay. Tough road to hoe on that one because it's just like I know I don't th- I I'm not may- comfortable. Maybe with this. I don't. But like I'm just even like nationally like if you watch television and you see someone doing. Like, oh, I'm Irish. Yeah. Like, that's fine. You can can have that. It's okay to do that. Yeah. You can have that character selling any product or be a wrestler. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. Not not so much with. You can't. uh, Mexican. I mean, there's luchadores. There there are luchadores. uh, And there are. There is Los Matadores. And we have to. And we have to say there. I think they've pulled Speedy Gonzalez cartoons out of rotation for the most part. Uh, well, they did, but there was actually a blowback on that. That like Spanish-speaking countries, specifically like Mexico, was like, no, we we, we love we, Slowpoke we, Rodriguez. We like, well, they like Speedy Gonzalez as Speedy's not Speedy's bad too. Well, they but he always, he's he always outsmarts the cat. That's the issue at, at hand. <sighs> I think I feel like we've said enough. I I think you're probably right. I think St. Patrick's Day is better. They have a parade. They they have the at least pretending that there's a culture associated with it, but Cinco de Mayo—it's just offensive. It—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a little weird, but I think I think St. Patrick's Day goes that extra step that it's still okay to just pretend to be Irish. Yeah, everybody's Irish because they got shitty drunk, we're all and drunk, got in an argument, and fought a guy because of it. Threw Mark, up outside of. 
a church <laughs> at two in the afternoon. Outside, inside, went on, uh, atop of, swam in the baptismal font, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mark, we're going to move on to our second topic here on Best of the Best. We're talking about Cinco de Mayo, which means we are talking about the best Mexican American. Best Mexican, Mexican American. American. I went first in that first round, Mark, which means you go first in the second round. Best Mexican American. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. And now you go. And now I speak. Andrew, American filmmaker Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Best Mexican American. Director of such great works as Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Spy Kids 3D. Yes. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Um, Sin City, Machiti, 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 parts. Machiti. Oh. I suspect the good parts of Machiti. Um, no, I thought he did all of it. No, no, it, he co-directed it with somebody else, and there were sequences that were like fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I bet this is the fun stuff that Robert Rodriguez got to shoot. And then the like, just shit that just dragged on and on. He was like, you do it. You clean it up. Mariachi. El Mariachi, Desperado, Sin City, Spy Kids, 1, 2, 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, M- shorts, I think? Yes. He That's- makes a lot of kids' movies that nobody sees. Well, yeah, because he's like, hey, I got all this fucking green screen stuff. I got all this shit in my garage. Troublemaker Studios. Might as well do it. Fuck it. Yeah, my, my son has a co-writer credit on... Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Motherfucker. So you say Robert Rodriguez. Why is he the best Mexican-American? I love his style of filmmaking. I love that he's very independent in his films. He often makes bad ones. Sure. But I love that he says, you know, I want to make a movie for my kids. So I'm going to call all my friends. And we're going to get this thing You're knocked out. you going to get rowdy on a Friday night or Monday night. Yeah. All my rowdy friends all are coming rowdy, over yeah, tonight. Exactly. <laughs> to make a movie. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys <laughs> are coming over tonight. Robert Rodriguez. Robert though. Rodriguez. And I, I, I love his can-do attitude. Anytime I see him in an interview, he seems seems pretty cool. Seems pretty all right. Um, have, you, oh, uh, have you read any of his, like how to make a movie books or anything like that. Cause I've watched, I've watched his shorts <clears throat> and they're all very interesting and very fun. Now is it, um, El Mariachi was his first one. That, that was he the first just made for like a couple thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. He, he like, basically it's independent filmmaking one Oh one in that he was like, I got, I just want to put this thing together. I just want to do this thing. The and- story he tells. And with any of these, like how I made my million stories, like those beginning years are always very suspect. Yeah. But the story that he always tells is he was like, I knew people who had a guitar case. I knew people that had fake guns. Mm-hmm. I knew people who owned a restaurant. So I was like, I could shoot in there. And he just built a script around what he had available. Yeah. Which I think is also the plot of uh, The Usual Suspects. The Usual Suspects was shot for... No, no. that's the actual plot of the movie. Oh. He's looking around the room and he's like, and oh, there yeah, was yeah. a bulletin board. Yes, and, and he's... And there was a man staring at me coolly. And, and then at the, end of, at, the, at the end of production, Robert thanked everyone, started walking Fucking back way. to his car with the limp, and then, then started yeah. to straighten Why up. Why is he limping and now walking that's straight? Now, oh, my, oh my God. 
There was no movie. <laughs> he took our money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah, that, I always think that's exciting um, when uh, stories like that come together. Yeah. And then like, he effect- effectively remade El Mariachi into Desperado, and that's where most of his success came from. Yeah. And then between Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, he continually references a... A, like a third movie that just just doesn't exist, mm-hmm. which I think is weird. And then they started making, uh, you know, shitty kids movies that just make a lot of money. Spy Kids, yeah. One, two, two 3D. 3D, game over. I don't think he did the Time Chaser one. Oh, that's a shame. But Shark Boy and Lava Girl, I have seen. Yeah, it's not good. Is it bad? It's bad. Well, I like that he makes. You know, I like that he makes these movies, and I think that. Sin City was incredible, and I'm really looking forward to Sin City 2. And I think he's just a good American. Uh, Sin City 2, a dame to kill dame for. Dame to kill for, yes. Get it right or pay the price. Is that part of the... It's now the rest it of this, now. and now it's done. Now. End. Okay. Now I'm talking. That's also That's also, part that's also in there. There aren't a lot of great Mexican... Please stop typing up the title. (laughs) This is Robert Rodriguez. I'm done. Yet, Susan, can you bring a Pop-Tart in here? I'm kind of hungry. Are you still writing? No. No. Stop. Yes, when I say a Pop-Tart, I mean two (laughs) Pop-Tarts. Nobody opens a a package of Pop-Tarts and only eats the one. End. See, and that's gonna look great on a big on a big marquee. That's gonna look great. Oh yeah, I like, see I'm that already on excited Boulevard. for the poster and everything. Just, <laughs> Andrew's just in his car, staring at this billboard, reading it all. People are honking. There's a fire truck that's trying to get through. No, it's pop tarts are two. And then I call you up, Mark. Are you excited to see Sin City Two: A Dame to Kill For? Yes, Susan, bring me a pop tart. It's yes. I mean, two pop tarts. No one opens one, and. You're like, of course I'm excited oh, to see Sin City, City 2, a dame to kill for, get it right, or pay, pay the, the price. price. This is the actual title. <laughs> yes, this is me, Robert Rodriguez, talking. There aren't a lot of great Mexican-American filmmakers, and I think of our generation, he's he's definitely someone on the cutting edge as sure. far as film production. Good pick, Mark. Um, but I'm afraid you're wrong. I am? Mark, the best Mexican-American is a little man... That I know intimately. Really? No. Uh, I'd like to know intimately. Is it... Wait a minute. Is it literally a little man? Uh, <laughs> no. It's not El Torito. It is not... <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, we don't know El Torito's ethnicity. He's a bull. He's not... He's a, well, he's, he's a manitar. He's a, he's a, no, he's a bull. He's a little bull. We don't know he's he, a person. He's, he's not a, in a costume, right? Yeah, it's just a little bull. He's a little bull. He's not a little man that's in a bull costume. He is a little bull. <laughs> like, you know, when you see Warhorse, right? I'd say I sure hope Warhorse gets out of this mess. you see the Warhorse, you're not saying, oh, that's just two guys in a, in a, in a Warhorse costume. <laughs> no. You're like, Warhorse is galloping across the stage. This looks great. Yes. Mark. Transported to another space. The best Mexican-American is comedian, filmmaker, television, Icon. maven, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Born in Mexico City yeah. and lived there until he was seven. Wow. Spanish is his first language. Of course. And he contains dual citizenship between both countries. Wow. Here and there. 
Louis C.K., uh, I think has pretty much done everything he can possibly do for the world of comedy. Um, oh, I don't think he's done. Well, he's not done, but like at this point in his life, he has done a ton of things that will be remembered forever and ever. Yeah. In terms of comedy. And the fact that it's like, you're like, okay, Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, Bob Newhart, Mel Brooks, Louis C.K., and Jerry Seinfeld. So yeah, I give you that list, and nobody, nobody sticks out. You're just like, yes, those are all very Comedians. influential people in the world of comedy. Yeah. If I had, if, and then if I was like Aziz Ansari... You'd be like, Aziz Ansari is funny, but like not to the not to the spiraling heights of all of those gentlemen I just named previously. Yeah. So Louis C.K. You would uh, want a Patton Oswalt on that list. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Patton Oswalt, I think, is done. Is actually that's arguable, but that, I could what? I could argue arguable? I could well, I could argue both ways on that. To be honest, I say you get rid of Bill Cosby and replace him with uh, Bernie Mac. Get rid of Louis C.K. Uh-huh. Give me Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey <laughs> should also be yes. in Jerry Seinfeld's place. Yes. And then Bob Newhart can stay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yes. And I would call those people the kings of comedy. Oh, yeah. That's okay. what I would do. All right. I can see that. Bob Newhart doing his bit <laughs> where he's talking on the phone. Talking on the phone. God, King Kong is on the other building. People are loving it. They're just rolling in the aisles. Yeah. And then then Cedric comes out and does the thing where he pretends to drive a car. Oh, yeah. It's great. I love it. Great comedy. Anyway, Louis C.K., uh, pretty much, like, it's it's hard to even define, like, what it is that, that uh, has spiraled him so high up the list in terms of, like, comedy. Um, uh, talent. Well, of course. Yeah. The fact that yes, he just never asshole. stops. <laughs> yes, he does. He just never stops. He produces, and he, he, and he basically he just he he does a one hour special every year. He basically just continues to just thump out all the stuff that he wants to do. Yeah, like, um, and then gets involved with stuff that like you know it's like he could he could have just kind of gone into this middling road of he's a funny guy and then he'll like take jobs because it like pays well. But it seems like a lot of the stuff that he's done. Is stuff that like he's gotten attached to because it's like brand new territory. Like writer, he, writer for the Chris Rock show for a bunch of years. Well, he like, wrote he wrote on Conan. Yes, right. Yes, like like that was his one of his first one of jobs. his first gigs. Like early twenty something. Here he is writing for Late Night with Conan O'Brien, and he could have just become a television writer. I think at that point because he did that, and then he went to Chris Rock, mm-hmm. and he could have had he could have built a career out of just being a TV TV. TV writer. writer. Yeah, just a writer. But I think the fact that he loves stand-up comedy and that that's what he does best Mm -hmm. and that's what he has a real passion for made him keep doing that and keep producing stuff that people really kind of latched onto via YouTube. And that's where people really, I think, started to find him more and more. That's Mm -hmm. where I found him more. Yeah. And then producing a one hour of new content content every year, which is unheard of for most comedians. And then, and then, and then I think he was caught up in a lot of controversies with Dane Cook and Carlos Mencia, right? I think that's also another area where he started to get more attention. What did he say about those two? They're stealing jokes. 
Was he involved in that? Uh, I think he was. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think Dane Cook uh, was alleged to have taken some of uh, his his content. Mm-hmm. Um. Well. Uh, uh. Anyway, he also, and then you just move on to like FX, and so this. Well, this he show, did this Lucky Louie that well, Lucky lasted Louis, for twenty minutes on. But HBO. It, at least he, I think at least he was. You could see what he was going for. At least yeah. it was something different. Like, and you can see the seeds of Louie in Lucky Louie. Um, and then we get to you know actually the show on FX, which is just such a weird, like, and it just eats up Emmys. Yeah, and it's so against the grain of like you know your typical comedy uh, that you see on television, like X structure and yeah. and how everything's supposed to break down and where jokes are supposed to land. Like there's definitely, there's a pattern to it all. And then you see this show and it's just, just this guy. We're going to just this guy. It's coming all from him because he writes it. He produces it. He he directs it, it. He edits it. He's the one he is behind everything when it comes to this show. Well, Andrew, it's very similar with how Robert Rodriguez makes his movies in that he writes, shoots, edits, and I think he does, he scores a lot of them too. Mm-hmm. I think that in both cases, we're talking about artists and uh, filmmakers too. Louis C.K. has put out a lot of short films who are uncompromising in their vision. Robert Rodriguez said, you know, I want to share director's credit with Frank Miller on The First Sin City. And when the DGA said you can't do that, he said, "Well, I guess I'm not in the DGA anymore." <laughs> yes, that yes, he walked away from the DGA because they were like, "No." And well, the Coens did that too, though, didn't they? Or do they get a special exemption because you can't have co-directors? I don't know. I don't know what their deal is. For a long time, Joel was listed as the producer, and Ethan was listed as the director. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was only recently that they changed that. I don't know if it's because they left the DGA or if they found a loophole that said if you share X number of chromosomes or X number of DNA, <laughs> like <laughs> it's okay. Um, conversely, uh, I, I do have to say that as a result of Robert Rodriguez uh, uncompromising, Frank Miller did did get the idea that he could direct the spirit. Yeah. So that, that kind of hurt us uh-huh. as, as a people, mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a, the human race that yeah. the spirit came out. Yeah. And you don't think that even though Robert Rodriguez, um, has did all this great work with, you know, he's, he's like a, he's like an independent dude. He's very, he, he will only do stuff that he wants to do. You don't think that maybe, um, it's that that spirit has kind of fallen off in the last few years. The fact that it's like, I'm going to do another fucking spy kids movie, I guess. I don't think he like, I don't think he's like suffering through making these movies. I think he enjoys it. And I think he likes that. He goes to his garage and makes movies like that's everybody's dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's making movies for his kids that his kids can watch. And so he can be near his children. Like, he's still one of the few that's making movies in the U.S. when you really get down to it. It doesn't matter if it's in his garage or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he does wear a lot of affliction shirts, which I don't support. But Louis C.K. just wears a lot of, like, shirts he out wears, of a bag. He wears a black T-shirt and yeah. a pair of jeans and then just shows up. And <laughs> like, 
I guess I'm fucking here, right? I'm doing a thing. Uh, yeah, and I always enjoy Louis C.K. showing up on basically anything. Like, I like how it's gotten to the point where when he just shows up for interviews, he doesn't ever talk about the thing that he's supposed to be promoting. Yeah, he just shows up and and basically just talks to John Stewart about how much he hates his kids. <laughs> he was in. He was. I remember he was on Conan promoting the invention of lying or mm-hmm. something like a movie that he was in with Ricky Gervais. Yeah. And the way the segment went was kind of says from the invention of lying, Louis CK. And then he came out and he sat down and he made a bunch of jokes and then they showed a clip and then it was over. Like they didn't talk about the fact that he was in this movie at all. And I think they only showed the clip because they're legally obligated <laughs> to <laughs> his bit about uh, I think I've talked to you. I've talked to you about it all the time. But his bit about being broke and the <laughs> bank calling you to tell you you don't have any money. Like, I know. <laughs> depending on what what month it is, like I will alternately think it's the funniest thing on the planet or like just so just, depressing. It's literally like, ripped awful. from the headlines of your life. This is my life. <laughs> and then two months later, I'm like, you got it, man. You, got it. you are That's, so. You got it. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so funny. It is so funny. And then two weeks later, too close. Just, too too soon, man. Too soon, man. Too soon. Just why don't we? So um, so I got to give it up. Louis yeah. C.K. is better than Robert Rodriguez. Andrew, on this Cinco de Mayo, you get a victory in two. That's right, motherfuckers. I'm gonna go out and put my red fright wig on and get freckles on my face. And just fucking get ripped today. <laughs> Celebrate every day is St. Patrick's Day in my mind. Even Cinco Even de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Even Christmas. Especially, Especially Christmas. Definitely Christmas. Everybody line up for pinches. <laughs> they've said they've um people stopped asking me over for Christmas uh, yeah. after I used to, like for several years just when I would just kick the door in and just announce line up for pinches. pinches! <laughs> The children are really uncomfortable yeah. around you, Andrew. <laughs> what? Everyone loves pinches from me, the, the Irish Santa man. <laughs> Give me them pinches. No one's wearing green around here. Are you supposed to be the Grinch? Sure. Here's a pinch. That doesn't happen. Take your fucking pinch. <laughs> Take your fucking pinch. You're hurting me. I know. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. Uh, you look ready to go get Stinko de Mayo, am I right? Because <laughs> you're going to get drunk. Because I'm Mexican. Oh, God. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, didn't God. you? <laughs> didn't you? Just sweat pouring yeah. down my face. Uh, Mark, if you'd like to listen to past episodes. And why wouldn't you? Because... Uh, I love the sound of my voice. I constantly have an episode playing in my ears at all times. Mm-hmm. It's really distracting at work, but uh, you know, Lord knows, I love to hear all of our wonderful bits. In uh, in college, I knew a kid, or I had an interaction with this kid who was a real stoner, who was listening to his iPod and he was like jamming to it. And, like it was right before class started, and I like stared at him. And I was like, "You're just jamming out in class over there." And then he took the earbuds out, and he was like, "You like music, right?" And I was like, "I sure." Music is fun. And he said, "Listen to this." And then I listened, and it sounded really shitty. And yeah. I was like, "What is this?" 
and then he I like waited out till the end of the song, and I was like, "Oh, it was it was okay." And he's like, "That was mine. I did it." And I was like, "Oh." So I imagine oh. you going, "You like to laugh." And so then well, I, listen to this. No, it's it's me talking, just talking loudly because I have headphones in. Yeah. And then I say, "Oh, you like to laugh. Listen to this." And then they put it in, and it's literally. It's, what you were just saying exactly <laughs> yeah exactly you're, you're, i'm just repeating bits yeah uh that's basically all i do mark mm-hmm. uh but if you'd like to listen to past episodes why the fuck not well, you can always do that by subscribing to us on itunes do you ever wonder what it would sound like if obama went into a restaurant <laughs> and wanted to order a meal well have i got news for you sir uh do you want do you want the do you want the coffee and the bagel, or, or what? We got a line for it. You could here. go to the flickering box at wordpress.com, Mr. Barista. No, I will not give you a tip. Yeah, I'll take no whip, please. No, 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 no whip. No. Here you go. Oh, God damn it. That... Oh, no whip? No whip. Right. I guess. There you go. Thanks. Or you can go to Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at the flickering box at wordpress.com. If you'd like to email us, you can do that by sending in electronic mail. That's mm-hmm. on the internet now. Yeah. To botbpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Facebook. Leave a message there. Facebook.com forward slash botbpodcast. Mark, anything else? That's going to do it. That is Thanks for it. listening. Adios. Oh, God, is that racist? Oh, God, I'm in too deep. I'm in too deep. Kill it. Just end the episode. End it. End it. it. Just end it. Just stop it. Stop it. Andrew. Yeah. Um... That was that was a false start on me. Yeah, I'm gonna cut all this out. So if you want to restart, go right ahead. No, I I think it's okay to say that there. Hopefully, you cut all that out. But hopefully, no. no. Andrew is giving me a no, and just giving me a yes. He's giving me an a okay, but I feel like a no.